When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Giannis just didn't see a first round knockout ever happening, man. And he's like, listen, if you want to go ahead and get a new coach and everything, you, this guy better be it because I'm not staying here if that's not the case. He sees what Boston's doing. He sees what, you know, obviously what Miami pulled off. Philly's a mess. And he's like, man, when are we going to get it together? But then at the same time, Max is like, wait, isn't this the team that you wanted? Isn't this the roster that you asked for? Is, does it really come down to the coach? But, is isn't it, it, but isn't it also just wait? I don't understand you, that, Max. Didn't you just win a championship? Didn't you just win a, You won a chip. Whereas right. most people in the NBA are screaming. You know, the Charles Barkley's of the world who'd never won one. People, you know, tease him to this day. But Giannis was able to go get a chip. What did he say when he dropped the fitted uh, piece, as he said, when mm-hmm. he went to uh, Chick-fil-A, give me a fitted piece. When he dropped a 50 on um, uh, Phoenix at that time. Phoenix, when, yeah, so yeah, I think that it's, it, sometimes with NBA players, I, dep- I think it depends on what day it is, what time it is. And, uh, you know, frankly, that's how it is with the way they play and what they want. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. Another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Josue Pavone. He is Cedric Maxwell. This episode, just like every episode, is brought to you by our good friends over at FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. I'll tell you more about that later on. That's FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL and the official sponsor of CLNS Media. Max, we got a few things to get into, man. We got Jason Tatum's recent interview with uh, with, with Jeff Goodman, and he used the word, uh, the, the, the the phrase Celtics Mount Rushmore. All right, so we'll get into that in, in a little bit. Also, Ooh. Noel Lyles, USA track star, response to the backlash. But first things first, Max, we got to talk about Team USA in the FIBA Basketball World Cup, man. 113 uh, 111. They lose to Germany. Now they have, they still have a chance to, to medal here, right? They got to, uh, they got, they got, they got to win their next game and they can get that, that they can come home with the bronze uh, if they're able to beat Canada. But I'm sure Canada's hyped about that. But what's your, what's your response here, man? Are you, are you disappointed? Is it a shock? I mean, this, this thing has happened a handful of times before, but. How are you feeling about this one, especially with this specific Team USA roster? Well, I think it's the roster. Um, you know, again, U.S. isn't sitting their best. Is Steph Curry there? Jason nope. Tatum? I mean, nah. you're not playing with your best players. No yeah. offense at all to the other teams who are out there, but you're not sending your best players. Uh, I think your best players normally go to the Olympics, and if it was more in the Olympics, I would be – I'd be more disappointed. But with these world games, I'm not as disappointed. And it really shows you that the game is a world game now. Uh, you know, one time the U.S. dominated it all the time. It was automatic. This is a, a, but now everybody plays basketball. 
you know, I know they, they love to talk about soccer and, you know, or foot, football, as they would say, but, you know, mm-hmm. basketball is probably played probably more than any, any other sport, I would think, because you can do it by yourself. Soccer, you can't play soccer by yourself. Basketball, you can go play, you can go play basketball by yourself. All you need is a hoop and a ball. That's it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of times people like you and your brother back in the day, Y'all made your own hoop and had your own basket, which was in the house, which was a, a nerf ball where, you know, Joel was trying to dunk on you and or you're trying to dunk on him. And You know, Max, sometimes it was like that. Sometimes it was a rolled up, you know, a pair of socks. That was the ball. Yeah, and yeah, we're going we're yeah. gonna, to use this uh, uh, laundry basket as our hoop. <laughs> it was something like that. And that, and that yeah. shows you really how the game can be played. So I, I guess I'm saying all this to be it's a global game and there are teams now who have gotten better. I think you look at the global game now and you start to say, man, what players? Somebody asked me the other day, they said, what? Tell, name me, they said, name me a good, name me a great white player in the NBA. And I said, that's from America. And I mm. said, ooh, ooh, wait a minute. Jokic, no. Dantes, no. Well, look, I, mean, I was going to say some of the best. You can you can you can look yeah. at the top five, and most of them aren't from America, right? Yeah, I mean, not, not from America. Game. So it just really shows you how this game has become a global game, and uh, it's going to be different. There's going to be different results. So, for, so far as this concerned, I am not as disappointed as uh, as as people might say. And but Noah Lowell, I heard you know kind of what he said, like you know. Slapping back at NBA players because you yeah, know, he was like, probably smiling. It was a, is a, said, what were they saying about his his championship? It wasn't a World Cup, or what? What were they saying? So he, so he was upset because it's it's bothered him forever for the longest time. I guess that the NBA, when they crown its champion, it's the uh, world champion. You know. Denver Nuggets, the world champion Celtics. It's in his mind. It's like, wait a minute, you didn't play against the best teams in the world. But everyone, obviously, from the backlash, it was just all about yeah. the fact that the NBA is the best league in the in the in the world. You know, You're that's right. The, that's the no, goal for most on. players. And, yeah, and and you top that off with the players you talk about. These are players in the world that you talk about. The, right. the guys from you know Germany, the guys from you know wherever they you know playing basketball. Uh, Jokic, he's a, he's a I think he's an NBA player, and so if you beat him, you're on the world stage. So I, right. I think that you are playing against the world's best when you win the NBA championship. Now, when during my particular era, it maybe it wasn't said as much because you didn't play against the European players, you didn't play against those guys. But now it's a global game, so everybody plays it, and it really is a world championship. Right. Well, that's another thing, too, though. I mean, most people are, are frustrated or, or they, they, they laugh at that comment because they're like, wait, these international players are coming here. You know what I mean? It's not a case of like, oh, it's not enough international talent or, you know, the rest of the world is catching up. I mean, yeah, they are. They're catching up. And it's evident by looking at these NBA players, the top NBA players. I mean, shit, Joel Embiid, the MVP, you know, uh, Jokic. You got Giannis Antetokounmpo. None of those guys were born in America. You know what I mean? Like that's how global this this sport is, is, has become. So when, when yeah, the, I mean, when when are you going to address the elephant in the room? Though? Well, when I just wanted to about, when you when you start talking about Giannis saying, "I am not going to sign. I'm not going to re-sign with the Milwaukee Bucks." 
Yo, well, he's a, he, he's he's waiting oh. to see how Adrian Griffin pans out first. So I think that's interesting, right? Your boy. And all I've heard is he said, "I am not signed, re-signing with the Bucks." All right, well, but, okay. So real quick, before we get into that, though, what are the odds? We got two former Celtics players that were big, big uh, for this Germany team. Man, they came up huge. Dennis Schroeder. And Daniel Tice, man. Daniel I, Tice. I, I'm, I'm so happy for them. I mean, you got Schroeder. Well, he shot like 50, 57%, 17 points, a game high, nine assists. You got uh, Tice going 10 for 15 from the floor, 21 points, seven rebounds. I mean, these guys came to play, man. Obviously, this thing came down to the wire. Daniel Tice, they, uh, Daniel, Tice is a, Daniel Tice is a good player. And I think that, you know, as long as you don't have Bam Alabado, in front of him. He, he he couldn't that that matchup was just not a good one for him. But that Tice, had been, Tice had been playing really well uh up until then. And you were able to move Tice and find yourself getting other players because of Daniel Tice, the uh how effective he was. Uh Dennis Schroeder leaves and you know goes to goes to LA, goes back to LA and mm-hmm. um and, and, you know, plays well enough. He was considered at that time the German Rondo. Uh, and he plays. I think offensively he's probably a better version of Rondo shooting the basketball from the outside. Rondo, better playmaker. But, uh, yeah, I can see the similarities of, of who those guys were and, and what a tribute it is when you think about, man, you're, you're, they're comparing me to they're saying I'm the German Rondo. I remember one time that there was something happening to me like that. And Ed Pinkney, they said, uh, Ed Pinkney, who played with the Celtics later on, he was a poor man, Cedric Maxwell. I was like, damn, that's that's a compliment like him for you to say, you know, somebody. <laughs> like, I never heard poor that. Man. It's not a, a poor yeah. man, Cedric Maxwell. So that was that was really cool. <laughs> that's why I never I didn't know that. You must yeah. have never put a smile on your face when you heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those things. But you know, I just the way I've I've been so fortunate and I think about, you know, when I was a young kid and I've had a lot of people walk up to me many times in my life and say, I used to be you on in the park. And I was like, they couldn't stop me. And my name, I'm I'm like I'd score them back. Cornbread scores, cornbread. So <laughs> So those are those are really cool things. I think back how I was when I played that I was somebody else when I was in the park, and and then for somebody to be you in the park playing that's a that's a really a cool thing. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet five dollars will get one hundred dollars off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and president of Massachusetts. First online real wager money only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Hope is here. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 
on September 18, 2023, no refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemptions requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel any time. You know, it's interesting you bring up Giannis because I, I just I, I've never seen, you know, just from print. Right. Because of the interview and everything he was saying about he's not fully going to commit to this team until he sees how this season unfolds. But it's like I, I get the sound. I get the feeling, I should say, that Giannis just didn't see a first round knockout ever happening, man. And he's like, listen, if you want to go ahead and get a new coach and everything, you, this guy better be it. Because I'm not staying here if that's not the case. He sees what Boston's doing. He sees what, you know, obviously what Miami pulled off. Philly's a mess. And he's like, man, when are we going to get it together? But then at the same time, Max is like, wait, isn't this the team that you wanted? Isn't this the roster that you asked for? Is, does it really come down to the coach? Well, but, is isn't it, it, but isn't it also just wait? I don't understand that, just, Max. Didn't you just win a championship? Didn't you just win? A, you won a chip. Whereas most right. people in the NBA are screaming. You know, the Charles Barkley's of the world who'd never won one. People, you know, tease him to this day. But Giannis was able to go get a chip. What did he say when he dropped the uh, fitted piece, as he said, when mm-hmm. he went to uh, Chick-fil-A, give me a fitted piece. When he dropped the 50 on um, uh, Phoenix at that time. Phoenix, went, yeah, so yeah, I think that it's, it, sometimes with NBA players, are dep- I think it depends on what day it is, what time it is, and... Uh, you know, frankly, that's how it is with the way they play. Mm. Yeah, because to me, Max, and what they want. To to me, Max, this is more about the roster. This is about the rest of the Eastern Conference not only catching up to them, but going past them. You know what I mean? Chris Middleton hasn't been the same player. Drew Holiday was slotted into that number two spot. And that's not a bad thing, but you know, they, they need some more of that support, supporting cast to improve that supporting cast. And they weren't able to do that because, in my opinion, you know, Giannis is so faithful and, and so, you know, all about his teammates that he didn't want to switch things up. And for him to say, like, oh, no, this is about the coach and I'm not quite sure about the coach. It's just like, mm, is this really about the coach? It, 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 did you, do you really think that Coach Budenholzer could bring this team back all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals next year? Like, do you really believe that? I don't know, Giannis, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think it does, you know, but so many times I've heard Charles Barkley talk about that. He said he was mad at Shaq because he said, Hell, you won one of the great teams. You had Kobe Bryant with you. And, and Barkley says, who did I have with me? Bob Marley. But he did have, I think Steve Nash was there. Yeah, Marley. Yeah. So he had, he had certain players who were there who played with him. But, you know, I, I just think, no, he well, Steve Nash, excuse me, wasn't there. He had moved moved on. To oh, Dallas. no, no, you're talking about, yeah, yeah. You mean you mean the, the Kevin, Johnson, Kevin Johnson team? And, yeah, uh, yeah. Dan and, Marley. And, and Bar- yeah. Barkley had some players, but he didn't have those all-star players and those all-star players sometimes make a difference. It's like people forever have said, well, Michael Jordan never would have won without Scottie Pippen you know, or, or vice versa. They wouldn't have won with him, but Scottie Pippen's, you know, ex-wife, what is she doing right now with Michael Jordan? Michael oh, Sook. Oh, it's too soon. What'd that take? About 15 minutes to review? Bring that shit back up, man. They're about to get married, man. That's a, that's a new, that's a new rumor. Woo! Boy, no. What's that guess what's going to look like? Daddy knows best here, okay? <laughs> Son, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Who, who, who makes the guest list? Who makes the guest list? Come on. Oh, you... it, won't be, it won't be Michael. It will not be <laughs> Michael. 
and will not be Michael. What was that? Gotta pull what, up, was, man. what was that song? Your, what did that? What was that song your boy had that you love so much with Jamie Foxx? Oh, uh, Gold Digger. Go, wow, wow, you you nailed that. Wait, one, wow, come on, Kanye. I, I made the connection I real quick. Say, yay! What do you have? Go. She wants my money. <laughs> Could be a little bit of that going on. Could He's be potentially. Okay, <laughs> hey, hey, what if it's love? What if it's love, Max? Could be real love. You never He's know. A gold digger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I just I, I don't know. I think that I think she she has a proven track record, doesn't he, Josue? You know what she's done. So I mean, I think that Michael's looking at it, going, "Son, what do you? No, 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 no. Don't." <laughs> and if you and if you're a father, and now that you are a uncle Josue, you know, you can, you can right. speak on this of what you want for your niece. You like, That's you know, right. if you see a, if you see a bum out there and your <laughs> niece is with him, what you going to say? Yeah, that ain't it. That ain't it right nah, there. We're going nah, to get rid of this loser. Nah, we ain't the, so, so you're saying this about Mike. You could be real. You could be real with, with, with Theo. All right. You don't want to you tell your dad. All right. It's cool. But be real with me. You know, this ain't the one, right? Come on. Yeah, you know. exactly. And that's, and that's what Michael's saying. Michael's saying the same yeah. thing. Like, you know, but we all make mistakes and hopefully this doesn't cost them, you know, what you think is love or what could be love sometimes might not be love, but only he knows, I guess. But man, it is really stirred up something down here in the, uh, Charlotte community about of what happened and, and and Michael not giving his blessings about that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, not the whole story, but the fact that like the Char Charlotte community is like, man, this is this is hot news right now because of uh, connections to, to to MJ. All right, let's get to this, man. Uh, Jeff Goodman, a recent interview with Jason Tatum. Uh, he interviewed him as a, an article on the on the Messenger, and he talked about uh, ultimately be, be becoming one of uh, Celtics Mount Rushmore. And this is exactly what he had to say: "I would love to be on the Mount Rushmore of the Celtics," said Tatum. Bird, Russell, Paul Pierce, and those guys—they paved the way. The one thing all those guys had is chips. I have to get the top. I have to get to the top of the mountain to even be considered as one of those guys. I want to be an all-time great. I want to be known as a winner, and I believe I will be. End quote. Max, what do you think about that? I think it's great that he says that he identifies that he looks at this, the the history of this team and he's embracing it uh, because a lot of times guys be like, hell with all that. He's going barring his health, you know, being healthy. He will turn out to be, he'll be one of the great scorers. He'll probably be the best scorer in the history of the Celtics if he stays healthy. No uh, question. And if he so stays around. I think that sure. now what you start to, but the way you, really put yourself in Celtics allure is uh, by, you know, getting the ring. You know, Paul Pierce, how did he finally get there? Got him a chip. How did mm -hmm. Kevin Garnett get there? Ray Allen, those guys got rings. And yeah. at the end of the day, it is, as much as you want to say not, it is true to sometimes to validate your play in the NBA, uh, you have to come up with a ring. Mm -hmm. No so, question. But so I, I, I feel like I, I like what he said. I really like what he said. Me too. Me too. And, and the, the, the biggest reason for me is that it's not just about winning a championship. It's that 
allegiance he has, you know what I mean, to Boston, to the Celtics. Like, I, I love that, right? We talked about that a couple episodes ago. Like, yeah, he hasn't done it yet, but I, we, we, for a few years, I'm like, man, I want, I want to see him do one of these with the Celtics uniform, look at the crowd, but hey, I love it here. You know what I mean? This this screams that. This rings that. You know, it's not just about championship. not just about, oh, I'm going to be a champion or, the, or my legacy. No, this is about being having my name etched into Celtics lore, like, you know, being one of those greats. So I, I being love one of those, being one of those dudes. Yeah, so exactly. important. I mean, right. it was just like I felt like I was somewhat one of those dudes when I played. But then when I had my jersey retired, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm one of those dudes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm one of those dudes. And Is that what solidified it for you, for real? Well, I mean, yeah, that that probably at the end did because I, I can. You can never come in that building and say. Who is number 31? Who mm. is that? And that would be, that will always be identified with me. Not Mikey Moore, not dead Fred <laughs> Roberts. No, no. I love how you know every player who's no, won that. No, 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 <laughs> not, not, not those. I, only, I think, I think, it, the, I think Xavier McDaniels might even X-Men, wore, X-Men wore 31. Wore number 30. So, yeah, so there yeah. were some people, but at the end, Mikey Moore. Okay. That shit must have, that shit must have pissed you off something awful. Yeah, that was it. That would work. Okay. Won't you give us the story? How'd you how'd you get that call? How'd you get that uh how'd you get the heads up when you first first found out? Uh the owners, the uh excuse me, the governors of the team. Wick and, uh, and and Pags, uh they came over to me and said, What we want to do, we want to retire your jersey. I was like, Wow. I said, Wow. I said, so cool, man. I said, that is so cool. And that's all I could think about. And then when I got to the actual ceremony to see Red Arback give me a backhanded slap, that just was like uncool. As he as he told me, he said, You you were a pretty he looked at me, you're pretty you were a pretty good player, but you you, you weren't Paul Silas. Paul Silas. <laughs> oh, so I couldn't carry my fucking job, man. I love Paul. Paul Siles was my guy. I love Paul Siles. But when Red said that to me, and from all these people on my day, I guess that was his way again of, of bringing me back down. <laughs> my big day, and you're not Paul Siles. All right. That's, yeah, man. but you know, that's love right there. That's love. <laughs> that's a backhanded slap, Joseph. I'm sorry. That's how that works out. So. It was so funny. All right. Well, the beginning of that story was great. I guess I guess it didn't end the way I thought it would, but that's that's awesome, man. I didn't know that they had approached you like that. Like yeah, this was yeah. they approached me like that. So so for Tatum, yeah, I I like I like what's being said. I like the, his 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 stance. Right. Like yeah, I want to be one of the great Celtics of all time, and that that resonates with uh, players who were who've been there, who've done that. And to want, I want to see him succeed, just like I wanted Paul Pierce. I was there when he finally got his chip, and man, Paul Pierce just came out, just just tears running down his his face, and and I thought that you know, I thought you'd be there to wipe him away, Josue. So, <laughs> boy, you you are a Paul Pierce. I was, I was high. Paul Pierce jock sniffer. Oh, I was high. All right, all right, all right. Take it easy, there, Max. <laughs> all right, take it easy there. All right. <laughs> I was a kid, all right, man. X, I was a kid. I grew up, I grew up around that time. Hey, listen, listen. The ultimate underdog, all right. Underdogs, real underdogs can relate in this city. 
Underdog. Paul Pierce is never yeah. underdog. He's always been a great player. Get out of here, Max. Nobody was calling him that until KG came along. Oh, until Ray Allen that, came no, along. that's not true. Paul, that's when, that's when, how do you think he got that name? This is before. How did well, he get yeah. that name? I mean, Shaq, Shaq solidified him in 01, right. but right. after so 02, he, after 02, when he was balling out, everybody was like, it's like, it's like what he said, I'm a great player on a bad team. And everyone hated it when he said that. Like, yeah, it was like, he, he, he didn't was get a, enough respect. He, he, he was a great player. He was, he was still a great player. If you go back and you go back in that draft right now, that particular year, I think Oliver Candy was taken number one. Yep. Now you look at Dirk was in that draft and Paul was in that draft. Nine Dirk, ten. I, Dirk, I would take Dirk number one. But Paul Pierce is going to be my second pick. And Paul Pierce, I always said he felt like he should have been the second player in the draft for him to drop down to the Celtics. Uh, right. that, was a, that was a blessing for the Seas. I just feel like people forget about that prime Paul. And I think that has a lot to do with him saying all this stuff when he, you know, when he's on an interview and when guys are egging him on because they know that he's not going to step, step down for what he thinks. That's why he's saying this stuff. Like, listen, man, go, go on YouTube. Like he says to the kids, like he tells them because he's like, man, people aren't, they don't put him up there as high as he should be. I love when he said, I'm as good as D Wade. Now let me look at at your face. Let me tell you, I'm going to ask you a question. Because you're Paul Pierce fan. Was Paul Pierce as good as D-Wade? One-on-one, individually? Yes. Don't look. Don't get your shifty eyes looking away, okay? Look right at me here, okay? <laughs> was he as good as – was he as, was he better than, than D-Wade? Was he better? No, you didn't ask that. He said, was he as good? Yes, he was as good as D-Wade. D-Wade had a better career. He That's said, I had a better career than D-Wade. Paul Pierce actually said that. I don't agree with that. I don't okay. agree with that. But I, yeah, I, I do think he's that talent wise. I think he's as good. If, oh, if, that if was could. that was no question. Paul Pierce. Okay. Paul, Paul Pierce hey, was. Hey, you better, Max. You better look at that camera and talk to this new generation because they don't. They, they think Pierce, there's a gap. They think Paul there's a gap. Paul Pierce there. was a bitch, and he could play the game not only offensively but defensively. So a couple of times where Kobe had the. But the, the the jump shot going the fall away, Paul Pierce was able to block that jump shot. So Paul just had a lot. He had a lot of lot of clubs, a lot of lot of clubs in his bag, and he he was able to utilize them, but it didn't really come true until he played with KG and that team to really put him in the upper echelon of the NBA. Before that, I'll agree with you. He was a great player on a bad team, and that doesn't equate to getting any respect in this league. He also went toe-to-toe with two of the best players in 08 to get that title. Against LeBron, against Kobe. Mm-hmm. He's like, let, let, hold on, right, 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 let me guard Kobe in this final. You know, like that, that that's, comeback. That's game. true. That's two, two, talks two, about of the, two of the greatest players of all time. You had to battle them to win the championship. So again, kudos go to Paul Pierce. Absolutely. All right. We'll get you out on this one, Max. Noah Lyles. And a recent interview with GQ, uh, is, I, guess, I guess he's had a week or 10 days or so to digest everything and all the backlash for what he said about the NBA, uh, crowning champions as the world champs. He says, uh, and I quote on GQ, to be honest, I truly think the NBA is the best, but there's a level of not understanding the two sides of sports. There's the national side and there's the world side. And you can't have the world championship title without facing the rest of the world. What do you think about that? You know, I just talked about it just way. You just asked me that. I just said, again, you're playing against the world's best. Exactly. No allows. Hold on. Look at this. 
clap back, okay? Now, these are the best players right now in the world you're playing against. So, yes, you're playing against the best players when you have when you have uh, Jokic, when you have uh, – you, you can go on all these different – these are the best players in the world. Dante, right. best player in the world. Um, you, can, you can just name the guys that you play right. against. And if you win a championship that way, it's going to be Joel Embiid. He, mm-hmm. Is he not one of the best in the world? Giannis, is he not one of the best in the world? And they happen to play in your league. So, and why does yeah. the title bother him so much? Like, just, just it's just a title, man. Like, it's not I, like- think, I think people are always slapping back at, at that profession because they don't have they don't have as many opportunities to uh, advance their cause money wise. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that um, that you can look at a couple of runners right now. And you're going, man. Usain Bolt took it to another level. Yeah. Can allow can no allows take it to another level with his ability to run. You you say Bolt was a showman. He was he he was a showman. That was and, crazy. And, that was and, a crazy and, time. Yeah, and so I don't think the can he even be in that vein. I think it's going to and what it takes though is the Olympics too. No allows is 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 he? I don't think that he has been. He's not an Olympic champion, is he? Uh, if he is, if he if he's not, then you think of Usain Bolt. He won mm-hmm. three at three different Olympics. He was able to win his events. Three, not one, three events, and they happen every four years. Every four years, that every one race. Yeah. That's what right. I'm saying. You know, I can remember Usain Bolt. You know, places he ran. I remember him running in in Japan. I remember in uh, London, and I remember uh, down in uh, Brazil. So those were three different places that he was able, when it was a world's game like that, he was able to elevate his game. And I think that's what people are talking about. Right, right. Well, just to, um, I just want to get it out there because I'm sure someone will say something in the comment section. Uh, he did, he get the, he got the bronze in Tokyo, uh, the 200 meter. Uh, but what, what, what is the, what's the, what's the bronze going to do for you? What do you, what do you do with it? <laughs> What do you do for the bronze medal? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, well, one, we got one medal. medal. <laughs> what do you do with bronze medal? I'm talking you about. Know, I'm talking about. You know, it's 2023, Max. People are gonna say something. In the I know. You, you're you're right, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to. But you just say the gold, right? You but any he gold. is. But he is the most dominant uh, runner that we've ever seen. The most right. dominant. The most talented. And uh, for him to for. You know where where he's at. That's a whole nother level. And to win in the Olympics the way he did in these these uh, Olympic events, that was crazy. Right. No, no question. I, I mean, sometimes I, I wonder if with this uh, this tournament and you know the the NBA was exploring different options. If that was one of the things on the on the table, like trying to have other club teams go up against you know the Celtics or whoever else. But I'm sure that the logistics and everything just wouldn't first work. Of all, hey, no first way. of all, just wait. Explain this to me. What is this inner inner league uh, mid season tournament? What, what what is that? They're trying to trying to spice things up, Max. They're trying to throw some uh, some incentive to win some extra money and uh, just just oh, mix well, up. Wait, man, be, women, do, do you you realize that these guys might win like a million dollars a piece or something like that? You know what it's going to do for? You know what a million dollars would do for Jason Tatum's account? Now for my account. Oh hell! But for Jason Tatum's account, or Jalen Brown, 
Hold on a minute. He just he just signed for three hundred million. I'm finna play in a game that I can make a million dollars. Really? Yeah, but what about paying Pritchard? You know that that's that's a, that's a lot of money for him. There's certain players, that I get it, but I'm talking about your your star players, the the the, the guys who uh, generate uh, attention for right. this particular event. The Jason right. Tatum's of the world. A million dollars is not going to change the way he, it might change Pritchard. It would change most common people. It would change me. But for a million dollars for a Jalen Brown, who just signed for 370, 300, what, $307 million, that that does not change his life. So I'm still trying to figure out this midseason game and, and what it does and the players. But, you know, the NBA has always been great at marketing its product. So. Right. So I'm sure that they've researched it and they kind of know what they, they want to do or what they need to do. I just wonder, like, if teams are going to bench guys. You know what I mean? Like, how serious are some head coaches going to take this? What if they're like, you know what? I don't really want to play this guy. You know, are, are they going to always play their best players? Like, like, what's the incentive? I thought it would have been interesting if they did something well, the else. Well, the games are going to count, though. The games are yeah, gonna they're going to count. count. Right, the I get that. The games are going to count in the standings. So that is, that is better than the All-Star game. Right, but but the title game, you know what I mean? Like leading up to it, they're going to be playing in Vegas, the traveling, the schedule, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like if it was oh, something like a first round pick oh, or something like that. Minute. Hold on a minute, Joe Sway. Let me start crying. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying like, oh my God. I don't feel they, bad for them. They got the travel. Oh my God. They got to go to Vegas. They got to play. If they, if they want to win. Oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> Please, this you know what this is right here? The world's smallest record player playing My Heart Bleeds for You, okay? Come on. I mean, I am not a hater on NBA players, but, but look, I'm, yeah, I've, but been, hold on, Max. I've been able to touch some of their lifestyle by the hotels they stay in, right. by the way they travel. This is, this, if you, tell you what, let's transport, transport some of these guys back during the 70s or the early 80s, and let them have to stay at the Holiday Inn where they got shuffleboard, or you plant flying on a commercial plane and where you got somebody's grandmother waking you up. And, Excuse me, can you sign this autograph? My son just my baby yeah, you guys have the trophy? Please, you know, yeah. I mean, come on. You know, just wait, think of this. Think of it this way. Can you imagine winning a world championship now and, and the fans storm the court? Storm the court. Oh, man. 1981, storm the court. Imagine the content on social media. Storm the court. People running onto the court. That never would happen now. So yeah. there, there are things which have, have, have changed, some of them for the better and some of them for the worse. I mean, yeah. I just – mine, again, I I wish there was a little bit more um, – dare I say it, a little bit more violence. I, I happen to like fisticuffs and – Oh, you mean like Chirping, that kind oh, of thing? Okay, because right. what it does to me is spices the the product up that much more that right. you don't know the unknown. Now these guys are afraid to. The last one that got punched like that was Kobe Bryant. Chris Childs gave him a two piece. Oh no, nah, someone else got it worse. Rondo versus Chris Paul, man. Rondo gave him the two piece in the biscuit. Oh, that was a few years back. Yeah, yeah that. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't bad, but, but no, that that Chris Rondo, Charles won't. Rondo's, Rondo's spit in his face. 
the Chris Childs was like boom, boom, boom. It was like one, two. Kobe was like, took that like, okay, all right. Then he looked back, he looked back at Chris like, did that just happen? Like, damn, bro, you you about that life? Like he was shocked, man. Everyone go Google that. I mean, go YouTube that. It's up there, man. That was like and Chris Childs looking at him like, yeah, yeah, bro. It's like that. Like, I'm like that. I'm like that. Yeah. Oh, you said you're about that life. <laughs> Kobe's look was like, damn. Chris, yeah. I was like, yeah, man. I'm yeah, a real one. I'm, a, I'm about that life, man. I'm about, <laughs> that, I'm about that life. What's up? Grabbing Kobe like, yo, forget it, forget yeah. it. Do do we give a shout out to Co uh, Coach Prime right now for what's going Coach. on in Colorado? All right, man, go ahead. Do your thing, man. They beat Nebraska, well, right? Colorado just won the second game. Yeah, uh, that's right. The pundits were saying that uh, the Colorado Buffalo were only going to win two games this year. Well, the first two games they played so far, they won both of them. And uh, shout out to shout out to um, Dion. Uh, uh, yeah, just just the way Dion yeah. just the way Dion Sanders has been. Just give you you, you got to give them. Now he could lose because he got Michigan and all these other teams on the schedule. But man, I tell you what, his uh, he. If he ran for governor right now in the state of Colorado, he's in. <laughs> He'd have a run. He that's, that's, that's how popular he is. And his name, which I thought was really cool, is bigger than most um, than most NFL coaches right now. And they yeah. asked him a question I thought was so cool. I didn't get a chance to hear the answer, but they asked him if he would want to coach the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay uh, tuned. This could just be the beginning, man. It really wouldn't surprise me at this point. Stay it's, it's unbelievable. Stay it's unbelievable. He took, a, he took on this challenge, and he's just he's just smiling at all his doubters, man. He's it's, it's incredible stuff, man. You look at a program like that. Now they're ranked. You know, they haven't been ranked. I don't think ever. But, right? but, the first time. Here's the thing I think is funny. I had some friends over the day, and they were looking at the game, and they said, oh, his son right now is in the running right now for the Heisman Trophy. I said, They've only played one game, now two yeah. games. Hey, and you're already in the running? Yeah. So I think the hype machine, until Colorado gets blasted, the hype machine is going to get bigger and bigger. Oh, and, yeah. bigger. and you got to give, you know, you, you got to give Deion Sanders, you know, credit. You know, he goes on down the line. You can't break me because you didn't make me. I'm a difference maker. I won all, and he has. He's won every place he's gone. So you got to give him four props. And, and, man, we'll see what happens when Colorado plays again. This is really a cool story. Oh, man, 100%. I just love the press conferences, man. It's like a, it's got like a WWF vibe. You know what I mean? Like back in the day where they, 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 they give their little speeches in between the mm -hmm. matches and stuff. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. like, it's like him against everybody else. And, and, and the team is just it's just playing me, for him. Like they're all committed. Me against the world, baby. Me right. against the world. So, and I love what he says because he said, "Look, hell, I don't even play, but I'm full. I'm fully invested right now, or people are fully invested in him in the news because right. I know Shannon Sharp is going to be your guy. Shannon Sharp is going to be all over this one. That's my dude. We're prime winning. He's going to be all over this one with the Colorado Buffaloes because there was one guy who said Colorado is horrible. They can't do this. They can't do that." The young one that led that first game, and the guy had to eat crow. What is he going to eat this week? 
<laughs> I know, right? Every week I have to have some kind of excuse or, or, or some sort of like <laughs> cop out as to why yeah. why they why they keep winning. Like, that, that's that's fun part, man. Absolutely. We'll see how far it goes, man. We'll see what happens next week, of course. Uh, another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. Got a special guest coming up at some point. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to break any hearts. So we're gonna just surprise y'all. Maybe maybe it's next week. So we gotta yeah. stay tuned for that. All right, brother. I can't wait. That's gonna do it for this episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. Uh, subscribe, uh, rate, review, all that good stuff, and on uh, any uh, platform where you listen to us. This is uh, Cedric Maxwell podcast. He is Cedric Maxwell. I am Josue Pobone, and we'll see you guys next week.